Tornati tifosi napolitani to another edition of Noi Tifiamo Napoli. We're here on the Far From Vesuvius Network. As always, I'm your host, Rafa Ris. We are going to review the Napoli-Verona 2-1 victory earlier today. It is Sunday, February 4th at almost 10 o'clock p.m. But guess what? I say we because we're not alone. No, we're not. My brand new co-host's first day is today, and let me introduce you to him. It is Daniel Russo. Daniel, my man. How's it going, man? We finally glad to be here. Yeah, I'm glad to have you here. We finally got this thing going, and um, uh, you know how do you, how do you feel? How do you feel? No, honestly, it's been something I've been really looking forward to ever since you uh mentioned it to me uh i remember we were at um pizzadiello yeah and you had to come up to me while we, the game was going on terrible game by the way it was the napoli inter game <laughs> but uh you know i went home with some smiles on my face after that after you asked me so yeah at least you brought some there was some silver lining to that day <laughs> so i'll i'll give you a little backstory. um you know, I'm getting up there in age, right? <laughs> when, when it comes to the, like, you know, the pretty much the average ages of the people on Twitter and X or whatever it is and Instagram, um, Napoli fans, more young and young Napoli fans are uh, emerging and us old guys are kind of, you know, the guys that were alive during Maradona. We are, um, you know, just kind of, we need some catching up, you know, we, we need some young blood. So everybody was telling me that, like, you got to get someone young, someone hip, someone, you know, uh, um, you know, You're not I'm, old, eh, 41, man, <laughs> I'll be 41 in March. You That's know? nothing. <clears throat> it may not be, but again, I was alive during Maradona. So there, hey, there it is. I wish I were you. I wish I got to see him. I know. <laughs> I know. It was, it was amazing. It was even at a young age, I mean, the first Scudetto, we were, I was four, um, so I don't remember a lot of it, but the second Scudetto, the Copa UEFA, just a little, but the second Scudetto, I'll never forget, we uh, celebrated in the Bronx, you know, on uh, mm. on uh, Arthur Avenue, East Tremont, Morris Park. Um, that's where my family grew up. Yeah, that's where, that's where mm. my family, that's where my pe- my dad moved to when he came right. in seventy three, but anyway, same exact uh, story that I have. It's but seventy six. <laughs> oh shit! Two years go. after. Yep. I wonder if our parents know. They probably do, man. I'm they sure they do. do. They probably do. At I, least I, my nonno, my nonna, nonna, they must know your father. And possible, your and, possible. Yeah. Why don't you mention them? Because if if. If I mentioned to my dad, hey, you know Russo, I'm sure, th- which one? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know which one. <laughs> there were so many Russos, though, I back know. then. You never I know. know. So if you, yeah. if you, ta- Rispo is a really, you know, it's it's not a very common name in Italy, and uh, you know, uh, let mm-hmm. alone here. So, 
if you could uh, ask your ancestors, maybe or ancestors, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> your, yeah, of course. Your family. Um, but anyway, the point I'm trying to make is I needed someone young. And like I was looking around. I was thinking about people. And then when you came in, it just hit me. I clicked. It was like, that's it, Dan. He's done stuff before because I've watched you. He's... He, he, he knows what he's talking about. He plays. He, you know, this guy is, so, he's a smart fan. He's a smart fan. And I know he won't be afraid to disagree with me every now and then because I'm sure we have few similar. We've disagreed before. We've disagreed before, <laughs> you know, and we need that. We need a little bit of, you know, I, I'm, I'm very set in my ways and I need someone to bring me down. You know, so that's where I got Dan from, and 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 I'm glad I I'm glad you showed up, and I'm glad you showed up to the last one too, the Lazio meet with the Scudetto trophy there oh, and everything, yeah. and wow. you know I, I was excited to grab you and say Dan, let's go take a picture with it so we can uh, use it as our <laughs> as our promo photo. Yeah, that's our promo, of course. Um, so here we are, uh, and I know we've spent five minutes introducing each other, um, but if you want to give a, just a little bit of who you are to the to the fans out there who might not know who you are i'm sure pe- many people that listen do but there are some out there that might not know who you are so you know let them know what you do let them know how you became a monopoly fan quickly you know obviously sure you know the family has something to do with it but um you know give them the scoop on dan russo yeah well um obviously yeah i'm daniel russo uh 25 years old going on 26 pretty soon March. March. When's your birthday? You know? Uh March eleventh. Mine's the seventeenth. Really? Yeah. I think I knew that. You're Mar- you're uh Saint, Saint Patrick's Day, day. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was always fun. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I mean I've been playing soccer probably ever since uh I saw Italy at Italy Ghana. At uh, World Cup 2006. Ooh. Um, yeah, that was the first. That was my first real encounter with soccer or football or are culture. You, are you, you kidding say. me? I swear to God, yeah. On, to- uh, on I was eight years old. Uh, right, you were watching at home on TV, right? No, of course. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not. A, I wasn't at the stadium. I wish I was, but <laughs> well, I was. <laughs> the way you, the way you said <laughs> yeah. it made me made it sound. No, 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 not no. Sorry if I made it sound. No, that that's way, but all right. Yeah, I was, I, hey, listen, Michele Borelli was at the final, and I found that out Jesus. like like <laughs> a few months back. He oh. was at the final, so Man. you know. I mean, he's he lives in Napoli, so it's a little easier to get to. Yeah, it know, makes Berlin. a little more sense, right? But yeah. yeah, so anyway, you're watching Italy Ghana. That was your first impression yeah. of football culture. Yeah, I was literally Dude. tutor. I had a tutor there trying to get me ready for my final test. I don't know. I was in second grade. I don't know yeah. what they could have been getting <laughs> me ready for, but uh, in math and all of, all I hear in the other room is my dad screaming and yelling at the TV, you know, and that just I never saw him like that um, mm. before then. And that kind of just like it's like, damn, I want to be a part of that, too. Yeah. You know? So that was the opening I, match, you know, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And two, so two that, it just became a thing for us. We watched every game that World Cup. I remember where I was and what I did, what I wore yeah. for every game. Isn't and, that crazy? And Isn't that crazy, that, dude? Like, at, 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 in the second grade, so what were you, like eight years old? Nine? Yeah, yeah eight. eight. 
Okay, you're in the second grade, and you remember every moment of that tournament. Bro, I was 23, and I, re- <laughs> I, I, I too, remember every single moment of that. Like, you know, not that whole summer, but definitely what happened the day we played. Like, I can pinpoint life things. Right. And say, yep, that was the day Italy beat Australia. And be like, yep, that was the 4th of July, the, the semifinal, you know? And, and yeah. I know exactly where I was. I remember. It's crazy because I can remember, like, the aura, the feeling, the tension, the, the sense where I was. Like, like it, it was a mixed bag. I was... I was in Yonkers at a restaurant for a few games. I was home upstate here for a few games. And um, uh, it just, it's crazy how you, a big event like that, just, you know, it's like, it's like when Kennedy was killed in 9-11. You remember everything about that. Well, not the core memories. Russo, yeah. yeah. But, but I mean, you know, it, you know, it's it's crazy how something like that happens, and you just remember where you were. It's it's like I remember where I was when Napoli was uh, promoted, Napoli Genoa. Um, on the I do, screen. I do remember that too. You do, I, yeah, I do, yeah. So that was only yeah. one year after. Um, maybe you know. So what happens? You're watching, you know, you're watching Italy. Uh, you're asking dad what our club team is or something. What, what, like how? What do you honestly? You... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I I didn't really understand anything about soccer, so I don't even know what to ask him. I was just kind of like, who are these guys? Who's that guy number ten? I yeah. fell in love with Talkti. You know what and I mean? You know like, who was that guy with that... number seven? Fell yeah. in love with Del Piero. You know? <laughs> right. What's like... cr- What's crazy is that kids today, the, you know, the kids in you know that were your age then, um. They can just turn on YouTube and pick a team or, like, put on, you know, FIFA or EA, whatever you want to call it, right? Right. And play with a team and pick a team or, or, you know, easier access even from 2006, you know? So, like, I wouldn't imagine you going on FIFA or looking it up because, I mean, I don't even know if YouTube was a thing. It might have just been a thing. It was. it, It was just becoming, like, big. But did From you? What I remember. Did you YouTube yeah. these guys? Did you just like? I mean, was it one of those things? Like, like, <clears throat> or did you just say to your dad, "Hey, I want to play," and then, um, you know, the next year Napoli came back up to Serie A, so you're like, right, celebrating again, like the year before. And that's how I'm thinking it went. Honestly, I'll tell you exactly how it went. I was in love with Del Piero. Okay. And Cannavaro. I, Those were my guys. I'll admit that I was actually very much in love with Del Piero for a little while. Even though he was yeah. a Juventino, you know, Napoli having no skin in the game, I had, uh, not that I picked teams, but I definitely followed the Italian players, you know? Right. That's exactly what I did, too. I, I was more of a player driven, like, you know, the way the Ronaldo Messi fanboys are yes, these days? Yes. That's the way I was when I was a kid. But you know what? I you would have just a hop reason. from each yeah. team. Yeah. You had, you had sort of a reason to be, you know? Because I'm assuming that if your dad, you know, we're all assuming your dad and your family are Napoli fans, too. Right. Oh, through the roof. Okay, so let's just say, you know, and here we are in the Rispo household before the World Cup 2006 and, and like, sort of after it, too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the Rispo household is all of us are watching on our couch, recliner, whatever, in the living room, 
and we're just watching Serie A to watch Serie A on Sunday morning because that's what we did when we were kids and Maradona was playing. And then, you know, um, Napoli were, you know, the post-Maradona era too. You get up, you, you, you go into the living room with your dad, whoever's at the house at the time, cousins, what have you, and you're watching Serie A. And, right. and that's what we did. I mean, we, we like, I remember we, we always picked a team. It, it, the only the only the only rule was it couldn't be Juventus. So <laughs> in the beginning of the season we would pick a team and I would be like, Okay, this year I want Inter. I really loved Christian Vietti. Like he was another oh, one of my he was yeah, another oh, one of my guys. What a player. What <clears throat> so a player. so like Vietti I wanted him for for them to, for you know, for their sake. There was one year I wanted Roma to win because they were super good. I was never too big into Lazio, but like I, I mean, I'll never forget when they won the Scudetto. But these are things that I watched because Serie B wasn't, you know, Serie I it was difficult enough to get the coverage for that, but it was right. available at least. But Serie B, forget it. You watched like maybe one game a week, and they had like a twenty-minute show about the, the what's going on, and and that's it. Like so, and Napoli, <laughs> you couldn't get the rights to Napoli at home on Rye, so like it was it was such a struggle. Right, so yeah, so what I'm what I that was my house where like I'm just watching culture. I love it, you know. But then I mean, I, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, sorry, no, no, no. Go, go. No, no. So, so what I was gonna say is, 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 I'm imagining that you're you're watching, you know, the players play into the oh six oh seven season where there's no Juventus, but then there's you know, Inter, Milan, Roma, Lazio, and 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 um, players have left Juve to go to other teams, and Inter acquired a few teams there, and 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 it was I was probably the infancy of Mario Balotelli too, and stuff like that. So so at the end of that season, Napoli get promoted to Serie B, and that's on Rai because it was in Genoa, so they had the game on live, and we were able to watch it. So my prediction is. You went from World Cup 2006 celebration, the household of the Russo household, to the next season celebrating Napoli's reemergence into Serie A, and that's probably how you fell in love with it. Am I right? Am I anywhere near right? You, you're somewhat right, and I might upset you a little bit. Oh boy! With the what I'm about to tell you. Listen, I can so, take it. I don't know how, the, how our, our our listeners. Right. I mean, it, it is what it is, right? That's my, it, you know, this is the story. It is what it is. You got to have to live with it. But because I did, I mentioned Del Piero before, right? Yeah. Because of him. And I, and I said, you know, I would kind of like hop team hop, you know, because yeah. of who, who was playing for, I was even in love with Adriano Imperador for yeah. a little bit. So I was like an Inter fan a little bit. Okay. Uh, I, what led me to Napoli was Juve and Del Piero. Mm. Because they were in Serie B that year, Yeah, I was watching Serie B on Rai whenever it was on. Oh, wow. And I I swear to God, Rafa, I could tell you all the teams in Serie B in 2006. Oh. I could tell you the teams in 2007, 2008. I was like in love with Serie B, Serie A. Like, that was my thing. It, it wasn't just Serie A, you know? Yeah. And... I remember my first ever Napoli game. I had no idea what Napoli even was. My father didn't really like it. He didn't really like 
you sit me down. You're like, listen, yeah. bro, listen, kid. You have to be a Napoli fan. It wasn't like that with him. He he, he even bought me a Juve del Piero shirt. He was never like that, you know. Uh, okay. Not saying like he 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 hates Juve. No, <laughs> this yeah. guy he detests them. But if I were a Juve fan, yeah, he would make fun of me. But it wouldn't be like uh, you know, like oh, you can't do that. Well, it's like him. okay, but, my kids, are, my kids are Steelers fans, and I don't yeah, know where yeah. they get it from. It's not from me. It's not from you know. I never was a Steelers fan, but they they somehow like the Steelers, and because of that, I have become a Steelers, uh, um, like sympathizer. Not, yes, kinda, sympathizer. Right? Yeah, but I'll buy. You know, they've got a bunch of Steelers gear. I'm gonna buy it for them. I, I don't mm-hmm. care about the Steelers, but whatever. You know, like that is the only thing I don't think I can ever do <laughs> is buy my kids a Juve jersey. Yeah. But I think that's because of how big a fan I am and you just said to you know to everybody here that your dad wasn't like that right he he was but he was a fan but he wasn't like that where he's drilling it into your head you're a Napoli fan like I did right. my kids. he he wasn't such like um I, he wasn't so hands on with it yeah. he kind of let me he kind of let it thrive within me you know okay and that's I, I'm I'm almost I'm ha- I'm happier that it happened that way because I, it was me. It I, was all I understand to me. that. Yeah, you know, I can respect that too because that's like natural. Right. It was so natural. That's like I saw cool, Juve man. Napoli. I remember it. It was like a Tuesday. I'm pretty sure it was like a Tuesday where they played Juve Napoli. Actually, Napoli Juve. It was in Naples uh, in Serie B. Yes. And well, I think yes, we lost three one no. or, or it was a one no, one. That I was remember. the one one. We lost one one. Right. Lo- I think we lost three one in Turin that year. The, but... Yeah, in Torino. Yep. I see. I got the 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 scorelines. Score, I just right. forget. The, yeah. See. So, yeah. so <laughs> that's crazy. That was it. That was really. it. That was like. Yeah. That's my team. Well, because that, they they the, played this so love, they played you know? so well. I I do remember. Right. That. So so with the thing with um the thing with Rye, which is pretty weird. Is that year was the first year that they actually um, started buying games like individually, I believe. And Juve, Napoli Juve, which normally wouldn't be available on Rye because Napoli and Rye weren't like, you know, they didn't have a deal for some reason. Really? I didn't even know that. Dude, it was pretty rough. In the 90s were rough to see Napoli, man. Honestly, it was even before the De La Rentes era. It was like we got promoted to Serie A in in ninety in in ninety nine two thousand, and then two thousand two thousand one we went back down. But mm-hmm. I, I I don't remember exactly if they had I mean, they didn't show a lot of Napoli games that year because we weren't great. We were a relegation side that just came up. I mean, we were you know a big thing we were napoli you know maradona right right? just 10 years prior but um um we weren't like you know the talk of the town we 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 didn't get big name players we got edmundo that was it i think and like it was it was a it was a pretty it was was, yeah it wasn't good um yeah roberto salone but but you know come on you know and um um I remember watching Napoli, Juve, and Rye because Napoli and Rye were like they were buying. Rye was buying single games from like Napoli, so like if it was a bigger game, and so but, but they bought the game from Napoli especially because it's Juve playing, right? 
Yeah, of course. So when Napoli are playing Juve at home and the, the, the world can't see it on Rye, that can't happen. So they bought, you know, Napoli sold the game to them. <coughs> Where everybody else had contracts, right? Um, I'll never forget how they they manhandled uh, Juventus and Juve played well too. But you know, they I think they scored on a Del Piero free kick, and then Bogliasino for Napoli. And when that when Bogliacino. he when he <laughs> when he scored and that place went wild, man. Oh my god! It, there was it's, I don't know, Raf, because. Lately, even last year, there's that. I think the last real eruption I saw, I I saw, or I witnessed at the San Paolo. It was at the San Paolo when it was still called the San Paolo. Right. Um, but like, probably the last real eruption that I could remember was Iguain against Dortmund. I don't know, like where you could literally oh, the, yeah. the the camera shaking. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. Like, it used to. It was different back then. I don't know what. I, I don't really know what it's like now. I don't know why it's like it is now. I don't know. It was different. Maybe the times are changing. I don't know. Well, so here, you know, because at this point we've been in Serie A for what twenty years almost, right? I, I yeah. Mean, oh six, oh seven, or two thousand seven. So we're yeah, almost we're, twenty. We're, yeah, we're on seventeen years now in Serie A, right? Um, People are starting to get used to it. Yeah, the things that, you know, yeah, basically, you know, you're Mm. in the Champions League for the first time, the place is going to go nuts. You're in the Champions Mm -hmm. League for the second time, the place is going to go nuts. And then, yeah, I see what you're saying. You know, the more, the more and more, you know, like, I'm sure European, I'm not saying European nights at the Maradona are not electric. They probably are. I'm pretty sure they are. I mean, you you know, Michele Borelli on, on Shadow Vesuvio explains it all the time you know he they, they thrive for the champions league nights for the european nights um but back then it was brand new brand right. new i mean you celebrated every goal with emotion you celebrated every you know i couldn't be doing anything else but watching a napoli game you know otherwise i can't i, I can't celebrate the way i want to and and i'd rather not you know right. so um yeah, man, I understand where you're coming from. That that place went wild when when he scored, and um, I got to tell you, from that season too, my cousin went to when they played the Coppa Italia uh, knockout round before the proper tournament. Um, it was at the it was at the San Paolo. I think it was like the fourth round or something like that. Coppa Italia fourth round, and. Um, it was uh, three what season, the same season. Oh, oh six, oh seven. The first. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, the fir- the f- the city of B season. Mm-hmm. They were they were in August. So 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 it was basically a city of B kickoff, but it, in August there was the Coppa Italia game where Napoli went up, um, two to one. Uh, and then Juventus, uh, Del Piero, I think it was Chiellini, tied it at the end of the game. And then Del Piero scored in extra time, and we were like, we're screwed. But then Cannavaro scored with no time left. Do you not remember that? No, and, I, oh, that, dude, that, okay. See, that's too – yeah, that's okay. like – I wasn't even really watching club soccer at that point. I, it, I started watching it kind of September, October of that year. That was another game that so, was that, – but that game wasn't available on Rye. They didn't get that game, which was a mistake. I had to listen to it on on 
the radio on the internet. But my cousin went to the game and he sent me like he showed me video and pictures of it and it was a madhouse, man. I, I you need to YouTube that Napoli Juve Coppa Italia two thousand six and you just gotta watch it. And I, maybe I'll send you the link later. But um send me. All right, so so Daniel Russo, you got into Napoli in Serie B. Right. You be you've been a nuts fan since, right? Malata, bro. Malat. Like not even, not even. Uh, it's it's a sickness. The the I sh- if I showed you the shirts, you'd have a, a heart attack. Well, like, <laughs> the amount of shirts and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I know all about that, man. I have a, a, a <laughs> extensive collection myself. My fiance is killing me about it too. It's all over the place. <laughs> She's like, you gotta box some of this stuff up if you're not gonna wear it. It's for the shows. Um, but uh, yeah. Um. We won a Scudetto last season, which was cool, right? Oh, he's a score the queue. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the lifetime moments. You know, you, 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 can't, uh, you can't put a, put a name to the emotion that we all went through. Um, and it was wonderful. It was beautiful. As beautiful as it was, this season has been... Upside down. Brutal. Upside down, man. <laughs> it's like the upside down. You were a Stranger Things right. fan at all? The upside oh, down yeah. has attacked Naples, you know? Literally. It it's honestly it's like it's I, I was speaking you know Andal, obviously. Oh yeah. Right. Uh but I'm I'm sure our listens listeners even know about him too, uh, Napolitando <laughs> on Twitter. Look um him up. me and him are very good friends. Uh and he messaged me. I think it was that really rough patch in November that we had. Yes. I mean, we've had a rough patch pretty much the whole season, but <laughs> like it was really bad. I think it might have been around actually November, <laughs> December, around the time that Mazzari actually was appointed you, coach. Yes, yes. Um, he's like, you know, God just hates us because he gives us one good year and that's it. We're never going to see it ever again. <laughs> and I was just like. It, it couldn't. It could obviously get really. It could get worse this year. I hope it doesn't. But in terms of what we thought, what our expectations were of this year, it really can't get any worse. To be honest, I think it could only think, get better. I think it could only right. get better because you know. And and I guess we'll go from from there to talk about recent times, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, dismal draw last week. Um, but we had a great time at Pizza Deal, and um, this week, uh, Kvada's back, Anguisa's back from uh, AFCON, Kvada's back from suspension, Simeone's back from suspension, we thought, okay, you know, um, we've got some of our guys here, our big guys here, big guns, they're, they're, they're coming in, and um, uh De Laurentiis yesterday was ta- in the press conference yesterday was talking all about how we didn't need to get another center back because of how we responded to the fo- the three man back line and um, you know Ostigard decides to stay so we didn't need to replace him and and all that stuff and you know you see you, you seem to think that it's a it's a three four two one. From here on out, yet Mr. Mazzotti decides to go four, two, three, one, 
once again, right. or four three three, what have you. Yeah, I think in the beginning it was four three three. Cayuse and um, Anguissa were kind of like tutto campo almost. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Lobotka obviously trying to play davanti alla difesa, above the defense. Right. You know? Right. Uh, the way he usually does. Um, I I hate it personally. I, I I don't think this this Napoli is set up for that anymore. No. No. Uh, I, and no. obviously it's showing in the results. You're right. But. You're right. Um, but let's run through the the, the lineup. Um, Mede, uh, I'm sorry, Ostigard. <laughs> Mede. Yep. Medet's been injured, man. He he, uh, he should be due back soon. But who wants him back, right? Honestly, I I prefer. I've always pre- kind of preferred Golini. Sure. A little. Um, I think technically he's a better goalie. Not just with his feet. Not. I don't mean that with his feet. No. I think people when when I say technical. Uh, tech technique wise, they think that I'm talking about feet, but I just think overall, like the he 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 brings a an a short like almost a calmness about him. I don't know. I feel so much more calm when he's there. When a ball is floated into the box, and he's gonna be there. You I know agree. what I mean? I agree. Yes, I do know what you mean. I agree. Um, so Golini gets to start with Di Lorenzo, Juan Jesus, Rachmani. And Maya Rui, then, uh, like we mentioned, it's Lobotka, Angisa, and Cayust. And then, of course, Kvicha Kvaraskelia, Matteo Politano, and Giovanni Simeone that gets to start today. Um, how do you feel about, overall, about the lineup? How, how, were you surprised? Well, I mean, Mazzari has said he was going to go back to the four. But when De Laurentiis is advocating for the three, and then you know you go right into the four, it's a little surprising. I was fully expecting to see the three, but how'd you feel? Uh, I thought it was the best lineup we could go out with at the moment. Um, I might have made a change with Rui. I probably wouldn't have started him. I would have probably started Matsaki, which obviously came in anyway. But uh. Other than that, I think it was pretty much business as usual. I mean, what's your reason? I I would have preferred you, you would have started Rui. I'm sorry. Sorry, would have started Matsaki. Yeah, mm-hmm. what's the reason you wouldn't have started Rui? I just think Matsaki's in a better physical state right now. Okay. Than Rui or anyone else in the back line, to be honest. Uh, also, Rui I, was, I, uh, he uh, just looks too. So that's something. Yeah, he, yeah. He I don't know. Just in my the way I've been seeing the games and and the way I've been interpreting it, Matsaki looks much much more fit than the rest of the players. I don't know what it is. I I, I don't know. I I think Garcia really messed this team up in the summer. Yeah, really badly. I've been saying really, that for really months. Badly. I don't think, and I I hate to keep you know blaming him for every little thing because it's really it's not all his fault. Just like it's not all De Laurentiis' fault, even though he has a lot to blame. A lot of shoulder, a lot of blame to mm-hmm, shoulder mm-hmm. Uh, from the summer on. I still don't think it's all. It could be all his fault, just like it can't all be Cavaraschelia's fault. You know what I mean? But yes, yeah, I do know. I, I, that's I what do I know see. What you mean? I do know what you mean because you know I've been really, really taking a lot of crap from a lot of people on X. Uh, you know about ADL, where, where I'm recognizing that he didn't do a good job. 
but I'm also not crucifying him for it, and I'm not, you know, ready to, you know, burn his head at the stake and force a sale. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, these people, but these are people that have been asking for a sale their whole lives. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think anything's really changed, and and it's a it's a loud. I think it's a loud minority. I to to be truly honest. Um, I don't know if you follow a lot of Italians or people from Naples on Twitter. I follow a few. Yeah, I follow a few. I know. I know that there's. Yeah. I know that oh, there's a. Forget a, it. It's a, a. Yeah. It's a, it's a mess. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They're they're, they're a mess too. It's it, it, it's a it's a huge mess. And you know, listen, I I don't want to attack, you know, anybody that's feeling that way you're a fan you can feel the way you want to feel right at the end of the day we're all Napoli fans right and and it's it's fine like like but I just don't agree I don't agree with we don't need to sell any but like like we're in I always say this to Dan like I, I feel like I'm more of a financial um aware you know what I mean person when it comes to sports too you have to Sports is a business. You have to create. You have to treat it like one. Yes, you have to put a good product on the pitch, on the field, on the court, whatever you're watching. You know to appease your fans, at least try to compete, at least give them some good games, right? But right. But it's all business, man. It, it really is. And you know the five or six years that I've been in ownership, I I get it, man. I get it. Trust me. Like. It, I know it's different genre, but business as a whole is the same. You know, it, it just is, and um, the and and not the tactics, but the concepts. You know what I mean? Like, why are you paying this guy that much and this guy not that much? There has to be a reason that we don't know of or we'll learn of later. You know, decision making, right. like when ADL well not ADL, but when you know the the staff when the staff has um, decided that Zielinski's going to sit on the Champions League. Well, why is that? Okay, because not be yes, because he's leaving, but also they need to make room for the new players that just came in. And right. you know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna. How many times have you seen Dan? You how many times have you seen a player from a team? On a on a you know who's leaving on a free in six months, get frozen out completely by the team, not just in one competition or two, completely. Like they're sit- it literally just happened last year. It happened. It happened with Screenyard. They're sitting on yeah. their ass because they know they're leaving. It happened with Milik, although Milik is a much different situation. But but you know you kn- but uh, Raf, <laughs> sorry, but you know. These are the same fans that are saying that are applauding Marotta for getting Zielinski on a free, right? And at the same time saying, you know, why are we freezing him out? Play him, you know, this, that, that, and this, whatever. De Laurentiis Vattenivia because of it, you know? Yeah. Uh, these are the same people that last year when Skriniar was frozen out, oh, this is the way it's done, you know, this is... This is how yes. a, a strong club reacts to this type of to this type of you know thing. You know, I I, I just ask these people like just have some sort of you know 
balance in your in your takes in some way you know what i mean try at least try because it doesn't seem like you're trying <laughs> right you know right you know uh, um yes he's a club legend yes maybe he deserved a better send-off how many times have players deserved better send-offs i mean majo <laughs> majo i'm sick um um, you know, Callejon didn't really have much of one, you know, like, yeah, Mertens, like, we didn't Mertens, even know. Mertens, we had no idea. Mertens and Koulibaly, hmm, not a clue. Right. You know, Insigne right. got the big moment and Mertens and Koulibaly left as well, you know? So, dude, it's just things, these are things that happen, okay? It just happens. You're not going to have a testimonial for a player. It's very rare that you're going to be able to do that. Especially for if they, everybody. yeah, for everybody, but also like, they're not retiring, you know. Like, okay, so June right. June fourth, uh, final match, Sampdoria, Quagliarella goes off. I was there. It was amazing, Dan. It was so great. The the, you know, ole 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 ole, Fabio. Dude, I almost Fabio. started crying, bro. <laughs> it was it was so beautiful, and it was wonderful. It was. Two, three minutes long. The ref let it happen, whatever. This guy is retiring from the game. He's not leaving Napoli, you know? Like, like it's just not It's not the way it happens sometimes. But at right. the same time, you're asking a player to play his hardest and possibly ruin the investment of the move. And... You know, player can't afford it, and team can't afford it. On the you know, as far as play on the on the pitch. You know, Rafa, I think things would have worked out differently if. So obvious, it's pretty obvious. We've been trying to sell him even in the summer. Yeah. Rejecting moves here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. West Ham, I think it was, and then Al Hilal or Al uh, Yeah, I remember which one. Yeah, it was. one of them. Yeah. Uh, you know. When you got a guy that rejects everywhere and then sees out the remainder of the contract to go to Inter, I can see why the the club is doing this, and I completely agree with it. Exactly. You know, I, I'm sorry. It, it, you know, it, I love him. I love Zielinski as a player. I always have. I always will. This is a person that is a hundred percent on the bandwagon of Zielinski, and I'm saying this. You know what I mean? I would love to see him in the He's in, on a in mural for the rest of the season. He's on a mural, but. For for crying out loud, dude! Like you're you're rejecting all these places where you would be helping the club by at least giving them some sort of, you know, some something for your sale. You're rejecting all of that to go to Inter for free, you know, and for less than what I, we're paying you. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, and it just kind of hit me. Right, Lady Zielinski is, um adamant about staying in Italy. She would have rather had stayed in Naples, but the money was you know, I, even though De Laurentiis says he offered more than anybody else did, that I'm going to call bullshit a little bit. I don't I, It's I, complete BS. That that's good. that's not true. Please, I, I, they they're so in love with Naples, they're so in love with the Come on, man. Like, yeah, yeah the I'm sure they love ridiculous. it, but like the comments are ridiculous, man. They're ridiculous, but you know what? She wanted to stay in Italy. They have a family, right? They're Italian. Mm -hmm. The kids are Italian. She didn't want to leave Italy. I don't fucking blame her. You know what I mean? Um, the only thing they could have done 
was reject everything by everyone so that they could move for free. Like, I, tw- I, I, I posted this on X that, you know, Zielinski's leaving and by him saying, you know, screw Napoli... You know, like the agent agent telling him not to not to sign here, not to sign there. Hold off, hold off, because I'm sure the agent's helping out. When was the last time Zielinski made a move? Right? The, the agents, Rafa. the agents helping Sorry. out. Hold on, but then, but then he then so so he says, listen, uh, reject everything because nobody in Italy will be able to buy you because De Laurentiis won't let it happen. Right. This is exactly what I was about to say. Exactly. <laughs> You know, even if he did re-sign the contract, if Inter wants him, when he re-signs, he probably has to sign something that says he's not going to another Italian club because that's the way we've been doing business. We, 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 we set these, you know, release clauses, uh, oh, excluding Italian clubs, which is fine. I'm fine with that because I... You know, I'd rather my Napoli heroes not go to another Italian team. It hurts me when it happens. Like when Callejon right. went to Fiorentina, I know Callejon gave us a great career. And I know that he was going there as a sort of end of career, you know, type move. So it didn't really affect me that much. But like when, you know, when Higuain went to Juve, when fucking, you know, Quagliarello went to Juve before, Even we, yeah. before we knew he was being stalked, you know, stuff like that. Dude, even Pazienza, Pazienza going to Juve hurt yeah, me. Yeah, bro. Like, and he wasn't anything. Like, no, <laughs> nothing it, special. But but that's how it is, right? So there would have been zero, zero chance they stay in Italy if he resigned. So it's really, a, you know, I got to screw you to, to, to help me, you know, both ways. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. And and honestly, I'm not I don't want to make it sound like I think he's I don't think he's a bad person. No, I don't think they're sure. bad people at all. No. I think I think they they've they were amazing or he was an amazing servant to the club and he will always be remembered as such in my eyes at least. That whole I hate roster the way will, that he's leaving. The whole roster will from I hate the season. way yeah, right. I hate the way he's leaving, but listen, you know what? At the end of the day, life goes on with Napoli and with Inter whether he's there or not. And I'm sure we'll find someone as good or if not better. Because he's not the most irreplaceable player. Well, we might already have in this Popovich kid, you know. Uh, who knows, right? Right. Well, listen, we have delved way, way off subject here. Um, <laughs> we're trying to talk about the game today. Um, but these are things we needed to, you know, to kind of get out. You know what I mean? Um so Napoli and Verona, um, first half. Uh, good first half. I was really surprised with Angisa. I thought he was. I thought he was pretty decent in the first half. Um, he he just coming back from Afcon, losing to Nigeria in the quarterfinal. I think that was no it was round of sixteen. I think it was. Yes, yeah, round of sixteen. You know, he came right back, right to training, and played right in the game. You know, like, and, and honestly, didn't look like he missed a beat. Not that he's been having the greatest season, I think, but Oof, he's been brutal today. Yeah. <laughs> today, he was okay in my eyes. Um, yeah, I would, I would agree. I would have to agree with you. I think he was decent, at least. I don't think, I don't think bad at all. Uh, a little rusty, 
possibly Definitely. a little rusty, but like, you know, putting passes to I think his passes were a little heavy. Like I feel like right. I feel like he That's was why, in yeah. in Africa mode, right? You know, um, right. But uh, but you know, pretty good winning some balls, winning some challenges, um, stuff like that. Uh, we weren't really threatened too much because we were kind of on our side the whole game. Clada was doing his thing against these Verona defenders. Um, in the first in the first half, he uh, he really was. Um, gets tackled in the box, no call. What did you, what did you think? Uh, on the replays that I saw, I don't I don't think it was enough to give a penalty. I think the guy got the ball. I don't I don't know. It might have been pretty clumsy challenge. Yeah, which where you could say you know might be up for debate whether it was a penalty or not but honestly I, I don't think it was I don't think it was a heinous call you know what I mean I agree so um, I watched it live time I saw the replay I saw still during halftime and from what I saw I thought it could have been a penalty but I'm not sure uh, I watched I watched the replay again um, after the game and I'm kind of with you there where, like, if they gave it, I see why they gave it. But if they didn't give it, I'm okay with it because he does get the ball. I know it's that's one of those things where, like, if a Napoli player challenges someone and he gets all ball first and then they give him a card, that's my first thing I'm saying is he got the ball. Right. You know what I mean? He wasn't going after his legs. He was going after the ball, which he won. Um. So... Yeah, I I agree. I think at the end of the day it was fine, but I was pissed at the time, of course, you know. You know, I try to do this thing where, especially with penalties, where I put myself into the shoes of the opposing fan. Right. So I'm like, if I were a Verona fan there and they called a penalty against me, would I be able to defend it? Or to defend my stance on that's not a penalty. You that's know what I mean? That's a great way to look at it, too. It's, it's I try to do that type of thing. It's probably the and, most uh, unbiased way to watch, right? Right. I, I try. I really try. I used to be very biased. I used to be a. I used to be an idiot. I'm going to be honest yeah, with you. I used to be an idiot but you're, but you're, hey, Fine. But, but you were also very young. You're still young. 25, 26 soon. You're still playing, you're still playing in school, right? Or, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Dude, you're a player. You're an active player right now. So, you know, that's that's. I know. I. You're smart I, fan I, now. You're smarter. How's I, that? I'm tr- smart. I'm more seasoned. I'm starting to get seasoned. Yeah, you I guess you're you know matu- what I mean. Maturing. They put some sasson on me, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Maturing. I guess you could call it that. Yeah. And and that's that's the way it has to be though. You know. You, when you get to a certain age, you have to start to grow up a little bit and and start to see. The things where they're they are and and honestly, in in you know in this type of thing, I really try to be as unbiased as possible, especially on Twitter. Yeah. When I when I comment these things. Yeah. I mean, I know obviously the Napoli bias comes out, but uh, you know, if there if if we got a pen, we got uh, a lucky pen, I would say it. You know what I mean? Maybe a oh, year yeah. ago I wouldn't of say course. it, or a few years of ago course. I wouldn't say it. You of know. Course. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. No, trust me, there are a lot of times at the shop where we're like, yeah, that wasn't a foul. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. really, you know, you, you have to be, you have to try to be somewhat biased, you know. 
Um, my not like my dad. My dad, the referees after everybody. Oh, you know, forget! <laughs> I love watching with him, man. Oh yeah, he, he, he that's that's a trip. It's crazy. So, um, pretty easy match too. Not a lot of fouls. First yellow didn't come till the thirty third. It was Cayuste, um, uh, foul on. Uh, no, it was Coppola. I'm sorry, a foul on Cayuste. Um, half time. I mean, uh, something I noticed before we get to half. Um, Simeone. Now, I love Simeone. Don't get me wrong. I really do. Yeah, I have a jersey with his name on it. I'm a big fan of his. I'm happy he came. I'm sad he wants to leave. If he still wants to leave. I don't know. But today, I was just super unimpressed with him. And actually, I was really unimpressed with him in the final before his... Re- I, I swear on my life, dude. I, I, I said it in a in a in one of my WhatsApp chats. Like, I want Simeone off the pitch now. And like... Five to seven minutes later, he gets the red. And I said, well, got my wish, you know? <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I just don't think he... I, th- I feel like the way we tried to play today was as if Aussie men were our striker. And we don't got Aussie men there when we have Simeone. It, it just... He's a different player. I, I think, <coughs> yeah... I love Simeone too. Uh, I do agree with you though. This year he seems completely off the pace, uh, at least in my in my eyes. Um, as do most of the players, honestly. It can't just be him. But um, he he's not built. I think I try to give him the benefit of the doubt. Where we this team is built for Aussie men to, to exploit Aussie men's greatest attributes, you know, and. When he's not there, which I don't understand why they still haven't found out a way to play without him, because of how much he doesn't play, you know. Right. Uh, but I think it's very hard for these guys to play a different way, to play with a different focal point other than Osimhen, and and they still try to do these long balls. They try to. Mm-hmm. You know, send Simeone down a channel. Like, why are we sending Simeone down a channel? He's just not uh, not that's that fast not of a his, player. That's he's not, not his it's style. not his game. He's not going to he's not going to like no. run back and defend. He's the, if he does he's not too far all. out. You know, yeah, dude, like I get it. I, that's what that's how I feel and you know, but why though, Dan? Why can't we figure out how to play a different style when last season we missed Aussie men for what was it? 6 games and we won all of them, 7. It's coaching. It's it's completely it. down to the coaching. Because last year we we did cope with it well, and what happened? We won the freaking scudetto because of it. Because if we hadn't, that's like 15, 20 points that we're leaving on the yeah, table. Yeah. Because with because that that's how many games he doesn't play. Aussie man, he's a very fragile p- player. Yeah. He you is. know, and then with the when you when you put in the Afcon and you put in this and that and that and that. It, this is what happens with him, you know. Did we get a report so, on him? I know he went down in Afcon in the. I haven't heard anything. Final. Yeah, I heard that he was on a stretcher, and, that, and I Dude, immediately was, tweeted like, "This I, guy, I get this guy out right of the club." Away. I went on far from Vesuvius <laughs> and tweeted it right away, then retweeted it like like Afe Sima, mother, right? Literally, I put, it's I put, unbelievable. I put on. Uh, I put on Osiman stretchered off, and it was as he was still getting up on a stretcher. Right, like I was like that live, live time with it, and 
next thing you know, he's running off the pitch being subbed. Uh, after after the after gameplay went on, so like, because for a little while I was like, oh, they must be down to nine men because of because of Usman being out. And then I saw him on the pitch. I'm like, wait a minute, he came out, you know, but because uh, you know he went back down on the ground. But like, uh, you know, that's the worst thing that could happen. Our worst nightmare would be that because right. it would Him be our getting worst nightmare. some serious injury it would be our I worst know. nightmare I know. And, and and i and i get it i get you know afcon and we have to have it done some point at some point and 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 you know that's great and i want him to win it i do i i do i want him to win even if he gets injured i want him to win because i just want our players to do well you know and come back in a good mood and come back ready to play you know but right. uh, but if 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 Nigeria were to lose to South South Africa this week, I wouldn't be that mad, <laughs> you know. I mean, you're you're an Apple fan. You have no allegiances <laughs> to Nigeria. You have you have absolutely no reason to be happy or mad. You that you know Nigeria go through. Sure. You should you could be happy that Aussie men is winning, right? right? But you win regardless. In that game, That's you know what true. I mean. You do win regardless. It's a shame they didn't win, but he comes home and right. Um, I just feel like he's at a place where he really wants this Afcon, and if he doesn't get it and has to come back, he may be trying to like speed up the rest of the season just to get it over with. As opposed to if he comes back a winner, he's gonna be his morale is gonna be high and he's gonna be ready to like, ready to go. He's still his adrenaline's still pumping. He still wants more. You know, I don't know. That's just kind of how I, I think it. I see it. You know, I mean, he's a he's a pro. He's a pretty good pro as yeah. well in in my eyes in, in terms of the playing. Because when he is on the field, he always gives a hundred percent. Right. I can't say anything about his you know training <laughs> or. You know, I, I've never heard anything, nor have I seen it. Obviously, what about and, his off you know, the field antics? Off the field crap too. I I, I don't. I don't really mind like, it, but I don't mind it. Like I, yeah. <laughs> I get why. I, I trust me, totally unprofessional. I understand. I do, but for some reason, I don't mind it. Like I, I'd rather him be like, yeah. <laughs> and go on Twitter and say I I do understand I understand your point and honestly like I used to hate that he never you know there would be a different not even used I still I still do kind of hate that he's in the the headlines every week for a different interview and he's talking about going to the Premier League you know what I mean <laughs> yeah but at the same time I'm almost like you know what he's being real you know, it's not like Iguain or, or any of these other guys that like, bro, that you know, I was just going to say the they same talk. thing, man. He's being real. He's being real. Right. He's being real. And he's not saying something none of us know. Everybody knows. Like, I love how fans of other teams are like, oh, you're losing Austin, man. You're going to start crying. Oh, what are you going to do? Dude, we even bro, known we knew this, this since he signed. Go- <laughs> Yo, I thought he was leaving last season. I thought I was. Yeah. I swore on my life he'd go to Bayern Munich. I, I was like, that's it, Bayern Munich, and then Saudi Arabia came along, and then you know Munich got Kane, and I was like, okay, well, what's he gonna do? You know, Saudi Arabia? No, who's gonna? You know, who's gonna? And then, like, he stayed, and I, I, I was like, amazed that he said he was staying. 
Yeah. I, I, I really Honestly, was. It, it's the most non-Napoli thing ever to happen. Dude, I'm telling I, I, you. As, as, as long of a fan as I've been, that is the most un-Napoli thing to not sell him last summer. I was very shocked, to be honest, because... There's a thing. I mean, it's what three, two or three big strikers now that they only last three years, mm-hmm. and then they're gone. You know, right? Iguain, Cavani. Um, yeah, the the, uh, the. I think even Milik. I think right? uh, no. Milik. I think was would be maybe the equivalent maybe of one a year more and a half. But like, <coughs> when, yeah. When did so he come like, in? he came in uh, 20, 2016. 16, 17. Yeah, about three and a half, four years. Yeah, that he stayed. I think it was right after the COVID year that he left, though. No? I think it was yes. Twenty 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 one. Yeah, that's the year that he left. Okay. Didn't he go on loan somewhere? He did. He went to Marseille, I think. He did go to. Marseille. And then after Marseille, went to. Europe. Oh, he was supposed to take a loan during during the. During the January window, one year, the last year, COVID year, and, right? And the the right after Ancelotti got sacked. Yes, and then he didn't want to go on loan, but we froze him out. Then we loaned him. Yeah, to he didn't play. Okay, okay, but but oh, no, he did play. He did start playing again. He played oh, he with played in, He played in the. He, co- did, start he did. You're right. He played in the Coppa. He won the Coppa Italia. He won the Coppa. He scored the winning penalty. Yeah. Yes. That's true. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he was. I think so. So yeah, I would say he would. He was probably three seasons, or no, four. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, again, we're comparing. You know, a well, he minuscule sat, player he, he in sat, terms he of sat for yeah. half a season twice. So yeah. yeah. But that's how that's the cycle. You're right. Yes, that's the cycle. It was it was <coughs> it was Quagliarella for one year, and then it was Cavani, Higuain, Milik, Osimhen, and then boom, thir- year three Scudetto. See you later. Right. Right. Capocannoniere, we're gonna get two hundred million for you, and he he just he didn't he didn't take the Saudi bait, man. I think I think it was for lack of uh, suitor. To be honest, um, I don't think Real wants him. Okay. I don't really think Real wants that type of player. Right. Um. Obviously, he's. I don't think he's never going to go to Saudi. He's not going to no, go to Saudi. No, he. Not this early. No. No. Uh, Bayern got Kane. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, there's really no other big team. B- Barcelona can't afford socks right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh. And really, yeah, the the only big team that really needed a striker was PSG, and they went for Colomuani and uh, Gonzalo Ramos, and which was kind of weird to be honest. I, I don't I don't really understand both of those signings, but okay. So they say yeah that yeah that yeah for sure. So they say um, Mbappe to Real is a, is a thing. It's a done deal. I think if he goes to Real, I think Osimhen ends up on PSG. <laughs> But do you think he ends up on PSG? Possibly. But in in addition to Colomani and and Gonzalo Ramos, I mean, they're they're a team where they're gonna lose Mbappe and they're gonna try. They're, they're not gonna replace Mbappe with Moani and Ramos. Uh, good, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're not gonna good do point, that. Good point. They're gonna go. You know, I gotta get the best guy on the market right now, and he's gonna be the hottest guy on the market. 
There was also the Premier League, and I know I know everybody's talking about the Premier League. And he wants to go. I I tell you what, I'm not a fan of PSG, but I would love for him to pick PSG over a Premier League team because of all the Premier League fanboys talking about how he wants to go. He wants to go. Yeah, he I wants agree with to you. go. Maybe That's why I'm rooting for the PSG. To, yeah, he wants to yeah. go to Chelsea, but they're not helping themselves by getting into Europe. They're, you know, by not getting into Europe, he want he might want to go to Manchester United, but the same, you know. And you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna backtrack a little bit. I'm gonna say I think he actually ends up on Arsenal. I was gonna say that or Liverpool, actually, Arsenal or Liverpool, because they're mm. you know. I, Liverpool's tough because they spent a lot of money on Nunez and Gakpo. I don't know. It's def- it's 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 it, it remains to be seen what they what they do without Klopp. I think. Yeah, that's a good point. Um. Anyway, awesome man. He is out the door, but he's coming back soon. Um. <laughs> how do we get so far off topic again, man? This is crazy. Because <laughs> we're talking, we're fans. We like, you know, and it's the first it one, right? And we're like, we're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We're just kind of getting to feel each other. So anyway, um, second half starts. Mario Rui, who is Difidato, gets his yellow. He's gonna miss Milan. Uh, then picks up a little knock, gets taken out for Mazzocchi, and eventually the first goal comes, and it's Coppola for Verona on a set piece. Uh, late seventy second minute was annoyed, was very annoyed. Um, I want yeah, terrible say, defending. Yeah, terrible, very bad defending. And I don't know whose fault that was because I just kind of blanked it out. But uh, might have been, might have been Mazzocchi's fault. Anyway, I'll look right now. Honestly, I don't remember. Lynch just before the goal. Well, I would say ten minutes before the goal. Lindstrom comes in and Ningong f- comes in for Politano and Caius respectively. Um, does Ngong take Politano's spot, or does Politano take, or does Lindstrom take Politano's spot? And what happened to the to the shape of the team, uh, which? Seemed a little promising that we're making early subs, our new guys on, and Lindstrom is getting more playing time. And then ten minutes later, we get scored on. What what was the the shape? If you noticed it, anything? Well, they got they got. I think Lindstrom came in for Kajust. Ended up becoming a from a four three three to a four two three one. Lindstrom ended up playing trequartista role. Right in front of uh, Lobotka and Anguisa. Anguisa came back a little bit to help out Lobotka. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed it. Yes. But um, then Ngonj went on the. I don't even know how you say his name. Yeah, Ngong, I now, Ngong, so, I don't so know. That, so when he came on the pitch, I looked it up because um, I didn't want to. I didn't want to keep. I just want to make sure I was doing it because the way I pronounced it was Ngonj. Which, That's what I was doing. But it's actually Ngong. Cyril Ngong. Ngong. Okay. All right. But, well, and Ngong YouTube, came on the field. YouTube, for the yo, on YouTube, it's crazy. You type in any freaking footballer, and they'll give you the exact pronunciation of their name. It's it's unbelievable. Wow. Unbelievable. 
Ngong. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, now we're down 1 0. Um, set piece. But the new guy, Ngong, makes it 1 1 on a Lindstrom assist. Like, so the substitution worked. It just took a little time. Um, yeah. I, want... I mean, it's 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 insane what happens when you put players in their actual positions. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, I think Ngong had a opportunity before that. I don't remember exactly, but um, freaking um, Montipo, right? I mean, <clears throat> dude, that guy was on something today. I mean, I but is it me or is it every goalkeeper that that ever steps foot at the Maratona becomes? Another version of you know your era's greatest goalkeeper, and it, it, it usually happens like that. Another thing that happens is teams score their first goals with like either with the team in the league or in the season or what have you of like their life against Napoli all the time. I'm always hearing oh first goal of the season, and I'm like oh my god, you know. I'm- I'm sure this Coppola guy is also Neapolitan too, which makes it even worse. Yeah, and he's his father's probably a Maradona fan. Yeah, he's named Diego. Hundred percent. So hundred percent. With Coppola, he's got to be Neapolitan. Yeah, I think I think they did call him the home hometown guy. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we go. We you know we we crawl back one one right. Looks like. Uh, Looks like we're opening up. Looks like we're finding more space. I feel like the goal we let in lit a fire under us because we played much better after we got scored on. Um, where am I? I'm lost. Oh, there we go. They make two. The, uh, they make two more changes in the 85th minute. So it's Dendonker and Raspadori in for Lobok and Simeone. Uh, was it was it Simeone that had a chance before to tie it up or to score to to, to go ahead? Um, <coughs> where Kvada had the ball on the left and sent it in a little too late. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think he sent it in late. I think it was more of a. The bounce kind of took it. He it made it hard for Simeone to control. He couldn't do it first time shot, you know. So he had to try to control it, then shoot. I don't know what type of a shot that was. What he did mm-hmm. afterwards, uh, kind of just like lofted it to the goalie and sent it back to Simeone, and he did this like another try to chip it over the goalie, and and it obviously didn't go in. But um, he. I mean, there were some signs of life. It, it looked good towards the end. I don't know. I, I never got the feeling, even when we got the, even when we got the goal conceded, even when we conceded the goal. Sorry, that we were going to lose the game. I, I really didn't think we were going to lose the game. I didn't know if we were going to win the game. That was the problem. Uh, and I thought honestly, after that um, failed attempt by Simeone, that it was over. Right. Right. The the failed attempt by Simeone was I wanna say it was Oh, it was after it was one one. We actually yeah. scored and then uh, oh I'm thinking you know what I'm thinking of the double stop. Monty Paul makes two more support right. saves. First he keeps out a powerful low shot by Mazzocchi. Then he jumps up to tip over Lindstrom's rasping drive on the follow up. Brilliant goalkeeping. I'm reading that right from uh from foot mob so yeah the 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 two saves man 
It's one of those ridiculous. Things. Not, I, I I didn't. I could not believe he made that second save. Yeah, Lindstrom's shot. It's like he got up and just knew where to be. You know, right? He's a great. He's a good goalkeeper. You know, I say things like these guys come in and act like they're the second coming, right? But but there are a lot of good goalkeepers in Serie A, man, and that's historically. You know, Serie A is a gold mine for goalies. For sure, there you won't find a better league for goalkeepers like finding goalies. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we have already covered the the first goal of Ngong, who scored on his former team. Um, then the miss by um, um, Simeone, and then he gets taken out. So that's the eighty fifth minute. And wow, one or two minutes after these new guys come in, you know Mazzocchi. Pulls up on the left, moves in towards the edge of the area, uh, unleashes the. Um, I'm sorry, what did I say? Mazzocchi. I said. I meant Kvaraskelia. Takes a ball from Mazzocchi, and then he gets up to the area and just. I mean, I feel like Ridiculous. when the ball went off his foot, I just knew it was going in. Like, I had this feeling. This is it right here. You know. And yeah, I, I have this feeling every time he has the ball, I'm like, he's going to do too much now yes. or this is going to be magic. It's a really weird t- thing that I have with Kavada. Well, I don't know. But what maybe that's the problem. <laughs> maybe that's yeah. the problem, Dan, because because the league knows that shit too. Right. <laughs> the league right. knows exactly what's going to happen. But this was one of those things where you couldn't stop it. And and I, I and you know I heard uh, the um, the commentator. Um, he's uh, who? What was his name? Patrick Kendrick told me his name earlier. I was talking to him. Uh, 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 oh gosh! Oh Simon Simon Harding. So Simon. Sorry, I just wanted to kind of name drop Simon Harding. Um, he said it. He goes Montipo, and that's why Montipo was so mad in the first half. Because he had le- the the defense just gave Kvada a lot of space at one point. He took a shot and it was, it was a it was you know it was sailed wide, but like it was a pretty threatening shot. It it was it was I would say Montipo were more pissed that you know you give him space, he's going to end up scoring that, and that's exactly what he did. And right. again, you know what's going to happen when he gets the ball. He's going to hold it too long, or he's going to try to run through someone. He's going to put their foot out, and or you know he's going to take a shot. But but this sequence, I just I felt it in my bones. This one's not missing, and and the police went nuts. Two to one, Zona Mazzari, right? I, we're we're <laughs> back to Zona Mazzari, where you can't give up on this team. And, and and I know it's one game, but this happened against Salernitana too, very recently. So, um. Obviously, two one. We hang on to win the game. Um, what are your thoughts, man? What are your thoughts? I thought, I thought definitely a deserved victory, but we de- we need to improve a lot. Yeah. That that second half performance can't happen, uh, especially against a team like Verona. Right, and it, it, it just happens way too often this year. Uh, Going down against these teams, it's 
it's a staple of Napoli. Honestly, we go down a lot. Yeah. Uh, first, even even in the Saudi era. We oh, I remember. A lot. We used to get scored on the yeah. first four minutes, and then all the time, yeah. all the time. Yeah. And then we, but we'd end up winning the game. We'd end up playing beautiful football. But like, that's not anything new for us. But this this <sighs> sterile possession, not knowing where the heck we're supposed to be on the field. For example, like when Lindstrom and Ngong came in, yeah, they they it ended up working out, but. It took like ten minutes to, for these guys to settle in and, and figure it out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We looked terrible for for a, quite a bit in that second half. Um, at least that's what I saw. I mean, I, I didn't see any patterns in play or anything until until we finally you know sent Lindstrom down and and he and he beat his defender so brilliantly to square it for Ngong. Thank God it went in. I think actually I don't th- I think if it didn't take a deflection it was going to go out. <laughs> That's why they gave it an own goal. But uh I don't know if you even knew that. They gave it an own goal. I didn't know that cuz it still says Ngong yeah. on my thing here. Wow, is that crazy? That's t- t- technically it was an own goal. I I I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I was so pissed when I saw. Uh but I actually looked at the back view from behind the goal, and it was actually going out pretty wide too. Dude, it was a terrible nuts. shot. Yeah, it was a terrible shot. So honestly, got <laughs> San Gennaro was on our side a little bit today. That's but, insane. Thank God. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like Napoli's sense of urgency at least went up when Verona scored. I'm not gonna say they were brilliant after, but they definitely. You could tell that there was more of a sense of an urgency. It's like, okay, we have to get something from this game, or we have to win this game at all costs because it's it's right. just it's 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 not acceptable. Especially, you know, especially a couple of the teams that are ahead of us or around us lost or, or drew. Right, Torino drew. Uh, Fiorentina lost. And Rafa, that's gonna happen. That's gonna keep happening, is, dude. dude. That's. Uh, do you realize they're terrible? They're not good. These guys in front of us. No. I'm sorry. It, 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 apart from the three up top, we there's no reason why we shouldn't be fourth this year, right. even with how bad we've been. Right. Right. Let me tell you something that's crazy, and then we'll uh, we'll um, end up because I think we're at about a minute or about an hour and fifteen almost. But um, okay. uh, the Serie A round 21, was it 21 that we missed? Because of, Yes, it was. Yes. Round 21 that we missed because of the Supercopa, right? Um, also a game in hand because of Supercopa is Atalanta, Bologna, Roma. Well, Roma is because they play tomorrow, so not Roma. So it's Atalanta, Bologna. Fiorentina, Lazio, Torino. Those are teams that are 30, 30, between 39 and 32 points, right? We're, we're right in between that. So, like, those teams all have to make up games. And it's, I think it's like, if you, Napoli played Torino, but I think, like, Lazio played, no, Lazio and Atalanta played today. It's, I know that some most of these teams play each other. And... It's just, I think it's like Atalanta Fiorentina or something like that, where we the, it is guaranteed that some of these teams are going to drop points. It's a guarantee. Absolutely, one hundred percent. So 
It, and they're just not good enough to keep up pace anyway. Like, Roma's not going to put together five, six wins. They're just not. Lazio, too. Atalanta, the only guys I think we have to worry about Atalanta because they, they do have a talented squad. But, you know, realistically, even they're going to drop a lot of points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, who, 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 Fiorentina lost to Lecce. Um, Lazio lost to, to you know, Bologna. We will gave them a little bit of a scare. It's, it's, I'm telling you, it's, it, it's, it's not impossible. It's not impossible. That's why when people say things like, what they say, you know, about how we're we're done, we're screwed, you know, it's over, blah blah. It's I'm telling you, there's so much, there's so much time left, and there's a lot that have to happen before we can just throw the towel in here. You know, I, that's right. my opinion. Uh, I mean, and what what's gonna happen? So now we have Milan next week. No matter who we, Mazzocchi will probably play there. Something that you called for. Um, the Aussie Men uh, Nigeria semifinal is midweek. I think it's Wednesday or Thursday, so I don't anticipate him being back for that game. What are, what are we looking like to to line up in? Like, how do you feel we should line up? I really, really hope that he goes. I mean, Politano's gonna play. Uh, I I really wish Ngong would start, but Politano's gonna start. Um. Like I said, I think Matsuki's definitely going to slide in a left back for Rui. Um, the center backs are going to stay the same. I've been loving what I've been seeing from uh, Juan Jesus, by the way. Um, Gosh, I want to give a little I, shout out yeah, to him. I, I noticed that myself today, and I said to, to my cousin we were watching together, I said, yo, Juan Jesus is really doing well. In this, it, it, For some reason, he, this year, he's just like... It was like when everyone hated Mario Rui, and all of a sudden he's a cult hero. You know, now maybe Juan Jesus right. will be that for us. But um, yeah, the center backs will stay the same. Oh, speaking of, you know, everybody was really upset that we didn't land a center back. But but did you see the size of Den Donker? He's massive. <laughs> I know, he, and he plays a lot of center back too. He's. I think they're definitely they. This this whole transfer window was. Uh, <laughs> just repair kind of like put a band-aid on it because yeah. we don't have a coach right now that we we can definitively say is going to be there next year you know <laughs> right so you can't you can't be spending all this money on guys you don't even know if the coach wants uh so a guy like the donker is great because he he fits the bill for midfield and center back. yes so we're in agreement. We we agree on most of most of those things. I mean, I I just I I just don't understand why people can't see that. Like, do a little research, check it out. Dendulkar could play center back a hundred games almost in his in his professional career that he's played in center back. He can do it if we need him to. You know. Uh, yeah, I hope we don't have to see him there. I'm gonna be honest with you. But, I hope we don't have you know. to either. I honestly don't. Right? Okay. So um, let's take a look really quick at the standings. Um, Inter won today, so they're four points above Juventus, 57-53. Milan won another come from behind, so they're 49. Atalanta in fourth after their win today against Lazio with 39. 
Bologna, um, they won two. Another come from behind. Uh, 36 points. They're in fifth place. Uh, Roma in six with 35, but we also have 35, so we're tied. Roma do have the... Oh, wow. It, we're close numbers with Roma. Uh, they beat us, so they get... I guess they get the sixth spot. We get the seventh. Fiorentina and Lazio with 34, eight and nine, and Torino in 10. See, like... Napoli climbed two spots, right? So they were they started at ninth place. They climbed to seven. We win again next week if we can win against Milan, which I think we can beat Milan. It's just that, you know, Milan can find a way to, to come back from these games. But if we can stay compact, I think we could beat them. But if we do, we have a potential to go up another two spots, you know? Yeah. It's like we were in ninth, and if you show somebody who's not really a big fan of Serie A or not paying a lot of attention... They'll see Napoli down in ninth after having won the title, and they'll be like, what the hell? But if you really look at it, 4th through 10th was separated by 5 points coming into this round, which is nuts. Ridiculous. <laughs> uh, it, this is the most unpredictable I've ever seen the Serie A, to be honest. Right. Uh, I, I don't think I've, I remember a season this unpredictable. Um a very long time, but uh, this this Milan game, I'm torn between whether we can do it or I think that we're gonna absolutely get destroyed. I mean, uh, I don't know what to think, but um, yeah, I, I think if he gets the, st- it, it's gonna come down to the starting lineup. He has to get it right. He has to. I, I really think we have to keep seeing Lindstrom in this position because he gives us a different. A focal point up there you know he gives he, he gives us something that teams aren't aware of yet you know right and i just think we've become way too predictable as a team and that's why a, a lot of our problems are coming from that i you know that's a good point that it is a good point um i i feel like we could do it because i i've seen milan and they're very shaky defensively so if we can break them and score i mean we've had we've been having problems scoring that's the problem. You know, we've been having problems scoring. We score goals late now. And it's not a thing where we're going to score first, you know. And they're just too deadly. So, yeah, it's tough, man. It is tough. But uh, I want to really quickly shout out um, Tifosi Napoli Club New Jersey, who is having a nice big meet for this game. Um, it is the day of the Super Bowl. So, Tri-State couldn't make it and i tried to come down for it myself but it just i just couldn't make it happen so but um if you're in the tri-state area and you want to go see the game with a bunch of people who are cool and napoli fans and and um a really well-run club contact uh the guys at the tifosi napoli club new jersey and they'll help you out um Danny, this was fun, man. I liked talking to you, and I liked, you know, maybe we'll be a little better with staying on track for the the game and then talk <laughs> about other things later. But um, I'm glad we had a little extra. We're not going to be an hour and a half every every week. I just wanted to have a chance to introduce you to to you know the listeners out there. Um, but. Uh, if you can tell everybody where to find you from here on out. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, so 
if you guys want to see me and my terrible opinions, no, I'm just kidding. My uh, crazy opinions, you could even say it like that. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Daniel underscore underscore Russo22. So that's two underscores. Uh, two underscores, yes. They didn't let me do one. Apparently, someone else took that already, even with the numbers as well. I have no clue who it is, but yeah. If you uh, find that person, let me know who he is so I can beat him up. But uh, other than that, find me even on Instagram if you need. <laughs> I don't know why you would, but there as well. I'm there. Uh, yeah, as uh, Daniel Russo 98. So other than that, that's really all you can find of me. Well, and then pretty soon you're going to be able to find um, Dan on the Noi Tifia Monopoly Twitter account. And, and Instagram, because we're going to make one. And that's my next mission in life. That's my next goal is to create a social media outlet for this show. But at the same time, you can follow us on Far From Vesuvius at Far From Vesuvius. Um, be sure to listen to Henry and Michaela's In the Shadow of Vesuvio pod and, you know, follow that show. Uh, Dan, while well, I thank you very much for giving everybody your information... Uh, it makes it sound a little more like you're a guest, but you're now the co-host and you're a permanent fixture to this show. So everybody get used to Dan Russo. So um, uh, get on him on socials or what have you. Um, I To those who left comments uh, after I put down that I was putting a show out and I asked for comments, I'm really, really sorry about not being able to get to those. Uh, you know, the show got away from us a little bit, but I will definitely, if you continue to send in your comments, questions, concerns, you know, thoughts, whatever, you, please feel free to do so and we'll take some time out aside to address your questions and everything like that. Um, but I appreciate you guys very, very much. All of you, the ones I agree with, the ones I disagree with, get along with and don't get along with because it's you guys that help us out here. Um, any final words, Danny boy, before we get out of here? Nothing for me, man. Just Forza Napoli, and I love being here. Great. And I'm so happy that you took me on as a co-host. Thank That's you all I can very say. much. Thank you. We'll have some guests on every every now and then, too, so I'll, I'll spoil you a little bit as well. Beautiful. All right, guys. Uh, Forza Napoli, sempre. We'll see you next time. Ciao. Oh!